Greetings, Scotty Reed here with a Black Talk Radio News report and commentary. And this particular report and commentary will be a moment in time that happened during the DNC debates that was hosted by CNN and the New York Times. I thought something that has never been uttered on a debate stage among presidential candidates occurred that has never occurred. I mean, it was like it went over everyone's head because I don't see anyone else talking about it. No one else is tweeting about it. But what we heard from Tulsi Gabbard, a presidential candidate, and she's also a representative in Congress, is unprecedented. She said the United States arms terrorists for regime change. I repeat, Tulsi Gabbard, a member of different um, foreign relations committees and, and what have you, armed services committee, who is also uh, active duty. Um, well, I'm not sure about active duty. I think she's in the National Guard or, or something to that effect because she's also serving in Congress. But she is a commissioned officer in the U.S. military, and she's an acting U.S. representative. And so this woman said that the United States arms terrorists for regime change in different parts of the world. Now, this goes back to the last video podcast that I made, and I told, and the title of that is, What's Really Going On in Syria with the Kurds? If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But she is just confirming the things that I was showing you in that last video. So let's roll the tape on this unprecedented moment in presidential debate history from Tulsi Gabbard. The slaughter of the Kurds being done by Turkey is yet another negative consequence of the regime change war that we've been waging in Syria. Donald Trump has the blood of the Kurds on his hand, but so do many of the politicians in our country from both parties who have supported this ongoing regime change war in Syria that started in 2011. New York Times and CNN have also smeared veterans like myself for calling for an end to this regime change war. Uh, just two days ago, the New York Times put out a, an article saying that I'm a, a Russian asset and an Assad apologist and all these different smears. This morning, a CNN commentator said on national television that I'm an asset of Russia. Completely despicable. And I would make sure that we stop supporting terrorists like al-Qaeda in Syria who've been the ground force in this ongoing regime change Thank war. You. I'd like to ask Senator Warren if she would join me in calling for an end to this regime change war in Syria, finally. Okay, let's stop the tape right there. So that's the first instance of Representative Tulsi Gabbard who I hope when Bernie Sanders wins the nomination and goes on to defeat Donald Trump and becomes the next commander-in-chief, that he will appoint Tulsi Gabbard as his Secretary of State. As I was just recounting on social media earlier, when I first went into the military, Dick Cheney was the Secretary of Defense and Ronald Reagan was the Commander-in-Chief. Um, I would would not mind serving if I was going to serve under a commander in chief like Bernie Sanders with a secretary of defense in Tulsi 
Gabbard. Now, the only reason I went into the military or pimped myself out to the U.S. war machine was for college money. So if Bernie Sanders had been president, hopefully we would have had the College for All Act and I wouldn't have had to pimp myself out uh, in such a manner. But that's the first instance that she called. And you saw Elizabeth Warren. She basically was flabbergasted, didn't have an answer. And I will point out, nobody pushed back on that. And I thought it was interesting that they had former CIA intern Anderson Cooper asking the question about foreign policy and, and what you would do differently than Trump in as it relates to the Kurds in Syria. And she rightly pointed out that First of all, I would have never had the U.S. troops there trying to overthrow the U.S. government. Obviously, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But again, I believe this is the first time in presidential debate history that a candidate for president has acknowledged that the United States government arms terrorists to take out other countries, i.e., Libya is the most recent example of that. I only mentioned Libya because they were successful in murdering Gaddafi and a whole bunch of black Africans um, um, in 2011 using these jihadists and what have you. So that was the first instance of her, her pointing out that the U.S. government has been arming terrorists. Now, here is the second instance where she's calling out another veteran uh, Pete Buttigieg um, on the same issue and she mentions for the second time with no pushback from the moderators no follow up questions nothing from the other candidates I mean they chimed in whenever they felt like they wanted to chime in but they were all awfully quiet when Tulsi Gabbard U.S. Representative Tulsi Gabbard said the United States government has been arming terrorists so let's roll the rest of the tape So really what you're saying, uh, Mayor Pete, is that you would continue to support having U.S. troops in Syria for an indefinite period of time to continue this regime change war that has caused so many refugees to flee Syria, that you would continue to have our country involved in a war that has undermined our national security. You would continue this policy of the U.S. actually providing arms and support to terrorist groups in Syria, like Al-Qaeda, HTS, Al-Nusra, and others, because they are the ones who have been the ground force in this regime change war. That's really what you're saying. Okay, I'm going to stop it there. I'm going to stop it there. Now, she did get some pushback, but not from the mainstream media, um, but she got it from Anna Kasparian of the Young Turks. Um but nobody else really questioned her on whether or not the U.S. government is arming terrorists in the Middle East, um, to in North Africa to foment regime change. Um, so let me pull up what Anna Kasparian said on Twitter. And it's not about the U.S. arming terrorists. This is what Anna Kasparian had to say. Gabbard is lying. U.S. troops in northern Syria weren't there for a regime change war. They were there to deter Turkish aggression against Kurdish allies until there was a safe zone created. Her dishonesty here is gross. Now, if the U.S. government announced some policy that, hey, we're sending troops to Syria 
uh, to put them on the border between the Kurds and, and, the, and the Turkey go uh, government um, and there to be human shields, you know, human shields, y'all know what that term is, human shields for the Kurds. This is the first time I've heard of it, and I have been doing Black Talk Radio News and running the Black Talk Radio Network, but I specifically focus on, on politics and social issues, and I've been doing that since 2008, so I keep up with these issues. This is my job. This is what the donors to the nonprofit Black Talk Media Project have allowed me to do for going on uh, in November. It'll be 11 years where I have the time to research this and, and pull them receipts up. Now, speaking of receipts, let me pull out a receipt for Anna Kasparian. Now, this is the headline of an article that came out in 2016 called Hillary the Hawk. And it came from foreignpolicy.com. Hillary the Hawk, a history from Haiti to Syria, the Democratic candidate's long record suggests she's looking forward to being a war president on day one. Now, this was published on July the 27th, 2016. 16 okay now let's go to a uh, excerpt now they cover about four or five different um regime change plots that hillary was leading while she was in the obama administration and this is what the uh, excerpt says syria in 2012 she repeatedly proposed to the White House along with CIA David Petraeus, y'all remember him, right? They was calling him David Petraeus, a covert program apparently larger than the one later authorized to provide arms to vetted Syrian rebel groups fighting Bashar al-Assad's government. Obama opposed this proposal on the grounds that there could be no guarantee of where the weapons will ultimately end up and that CIA analysts determined they would not have materially hastened the removal of Assad from power. It is difficult to assess the CIA-led, trained, and equipped program's effectiveness compared to larger Defense Department-led efforts, but there remains no collection of U.S.-backed rebel groups that has threatened the existence of the Assad government, which is now backed by indiscriminate Russian air power. So, there you go. From 2016, that's an article from foreignpolicy.com in 2016 citing that the Obama administration with Hillary Clinton leading the charge and David Petraeus um, at the CIA leading the charge to arm quote-unquote vetted Syrian rebels. Now again, going back to my last video, I showed you a BBC published map that showed so-called Syrian rebels surrounded by a so-called jihadists, as they were calling them. And I'm like, well, where are the news reports about U.S.-backed uh, Syrian Democratic forces being surrounded by ISIS? You're not hearing any, any of that, okay? You're not hearing any of that. But I'm not going to rehash my last video uh, podcast. You can go check it out. So there's your receipts, Anna Kasparian, that Tulsi Gabbard 
knows what she's talking about. She knows better than you. Again, she sits on all of these relevant committees um, during her time in Congress, which I think has been seven years. Okay, she's actually uh, active duty, uh, um, or, or or not active duty, but reserve in the re U.S. military reserves. And it's not just her, but this has long been known. I mean, if you go look at the videos of them terrorists killing and murdering Gaddafi, of which Hillary Clinton laughed and said, we came, we saw he died trying to play herself up to be um, uh, what was his name? Julius Caesar, like, and what have you? Um, they, what were they yelling? Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. From her emails, we know that these terrorists was targeting black people because they thought that Gaddafi favored black Africans over a Arabs, and so they rightly or wrongly they started targeting these people, just murdering anybody based on their skin color. And Sidney Blumenthal, who wasn't even part of the U.S. government, but apparently was Hillary Clinton's point person in Libya, and he was told by one of those militia commanders that that's what his troops was doing, and Hillary Clinton and the Obama administration did nothing, did nothing, okay? So again, for the, I've only been paying the politi politics since the late 80s, 87 is when I went into the U.S. military and figured, you know, these people had the power to send me off to die or be maimed and to kill people. So I better pay attention to politics. And so I can't recall any other time on a debate stage for presidential candidates, a candidate acknowledging that the United States government arms terrorists to take out other countries. First time in history. You can you can um, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think so. That this has been Scotty Reed with the Black Talk Radio News Report and commentary. Please support the production of independent black media. I stress independent by making a tax-deductible donation to the Black Talk Media Project. Peace and blessings to all. <laughs>